The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Welcome to the Feeling Alive podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is Luca Reedy, your hostess with the mostess. And today I'm talking about slip-ups. Slip-ups being a very important part of the healing journey. I want to help you understand that perfection really is an illusion, especially on this healing journey, and mistakes are very necessary. I have had many slip-ups in my past on my own healing journey, and I come across a lot of people who talk to me quite often, whether it's on social media or my clients, uh, who are talking about you know they're slipping up or they can't keep their habits or they can't keep their positive rituals. And so I want to just break that down a little bit and and tell you why slip-ups are important and so you can keep going along your healing journey with less judgment and criticism towards yourself. So look, let's begin. You're starting the healing journey right now or you've just begun or you you know you've been on it for a little while. And you're going where are you going? You're going towards discovering and being your true self. That's really what the healing journey is. You can listen to a lot of my other episodes about this talk about the healing journey. I just did one recently and my last one, healing has a time and place. Um, And you're working towards an ideal reality that you would like to live in, right? And that's what encourages us to change. We want to go to something better. But you've got habits, patterns of behaviors, tendencies, um, emotional reactions that you realize, oh, these aren't serving me. So you want to let them go. Hence, you start to heal and you start to figure out why they're there and how to, how to remove them and how to let them go and how to create new supportive behaviors and emotional patterns and habits, right? So you set personal goals, um, you have some desires and you take some good action to achieving it and you do some pretty good inner work. But then after all that progress you make, you slip up and you revert back to old patterns and habits and that can be multiple different ways, whether that's you know, alcohol, you're trying to get off alcohol, you're trying to stop that controlling behavior, you're trying to um, get out of that, you know, toxic relationship pattern. It can, it can look in many different ways, but the slip-ups will happen however it is for you, individualized to you and what your soul's going through in this, in this particular part of your journey, right? And it's really, really common and very easy to start to feel quite shit about yourself and you sort of judge yourself and you think well what's the point like why am i even doing this if like why bother it's it's too hard like is this ever going to end and you just keep like seem to be banging your head up against the wall well you know what i'm going to tell you that this is a very important process and it's very normal and it is actually helping you this process these slip ups and i i actually look at it as in a way as like it's if you look at perfection, I said there's nothing's perfect. The slip-ups, which which are you know commonly seen as bad, to me are perfect because it's an active part of discovering yourself. And there's not a soul out there on this healing journey who has not slipped on this same path that you're on right now. So first step, embrace the slips. It is a very important part of the healing process, and I'm going to dive in now to why that is. So, first of all, 
all I want to talk about your habits and patterns, the ones that we're trying to sort of shift out of to go, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to heal, whether it's the inner child wounds that are creating your tendencies for validation and approval, um, your people pleaser tendencies, whatever behaviors or patterns that you're you're creating in your life that you're trying to remove through this healing process, you're trying to come back to your truth and trying to act from your most authentic, genuine self. Come back to just come back to the awareness of those, right? And realize how long those patterns and habits and tendencies, how long they've been in your life. It's taken many, many years for them to be created. And that's created a very rigid and well-defined neural pathway that enforces these actions. It's, it's like what I say is like trying to um, picture this in an analogy or a metaphor is like, Trying to get out of this rigid, defined neural pathway is like trying to climb out of the Grand Canyon with no equipment, no helicopter, no staircase, no ropes. And so basically now you've got, you're at the bottom of this canyon where this, you've, you know, over many, many years of your life, there's this, um, this canyon, well, the river, the water's flowing down the bottom, right? of your actions done repetitively, these behaviors done repetitively, that somehow they've been supportive to you growing up and now they're not supportive to you, you're now wanting to get out of it and and create a a new canyon, a canyon that's supportive, that maybe isn't dry at the bottom, actually has beautiful flourishing wildlife and flora and fauna and waterways down the bottom of their canyon. But you gotta get out of the old one first. Um, And so now what you're basically trying to do is this ancient organ, the brain, which has all these neural pathways that have been created over time to keep you safe, to keep you acting the same way, you're basically telling it to stop doing this and start again. After however many years, you've been telling it that it's okay to do what it's doing. And so when you're in, uh, ingrained in this canyon and you're telling it to stop, it's pretty much been like, yeah, nah, not going to. And so the healing process is pretty much rewiring these same neural pathways over time, but you're doing it in a supportive manner. So wherever the canyon leads to is now going to be very, it's going to be a very supportive environment, whereas the old canyon is going to a self-destructive environment. Okay, so, and metaphorically, the healing journey is much like throwing the ropes down the canyon. You're giving yourself this, Finally, it's like the tools is able to help you break free of that isolation and rigidness down the bottom of that canyon. You're able to find a way out, and that's the healing journey. It gives you the opportunity to climb your way out of the canyon. But once you've got the ropes, it's not just about, cool, I can just overnight or the next 12 hours, I'll climb my way out. It's actually much longer than that. It's day by day. You will take a couple of, you know, attempts at getting from, you know, 10 meters up and the next day you'll get 20 meters up, 30 meters up, and eventually you're halfway up the canyon. But how long that takes, it's, it's different for everyone. And you might get halfway up and um, go, oh, shit, I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to take a couple of days. I'm going to rest. Or you might get three quarters of the way up and slip halfway down. And that's what we're talking about right now is these slip-ups. There's going, to be a guarantee, there's going to be a guarantee of setbacks, an entourage of setbacks along the way. You're going to want to slip up once you understand what I'm talking about here. 
because they give you these slip-ups, they give you incredible value every time they occur. Now, before this episode, you you had no idea more than likely that you were like, how was it possible for these, for these slip-ups to give me value? So I'm going to give you two main reasons why they give you value. The first one is contrast. It gives you a contrast of where you want to go and where you're currently, when, where you currently are and where you want to go. And then the second one is it gives you a greater desire to change. Every time you slip up, you have a greater desire to change. Now, the, the process it goes from after the slip up to back to, your, to this new supportive habit or action that you're taking to get yourself in this healing process, whatever it is that you're trying to shift, however long it takes from the slip up to get, to get back on the wagon, it's up to you. It doesn't matter how long it takes, but it just matters that you get there. It doesn't have to be overnight. It doesn't have to be, you know, you, I use this example, right? So you understand that we've got two reasons that, that slip ups give us value, contrast and a greater desire to change. So think about this. You're, you're drinking, you're an alcoholic. I use this one because it's just a simple one and I've been there. You're quitting drinking and you know you've 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 been had the tendency over the past couple of years, you know, maybe after 18 to 25, say seven years, you've been a binge drinker, a party drinker. Get on it, couple day bender type person. Um, very have to always be social drinking. But now you're realizing I don't like the hangovers and or I don't like what drinking's doing to me because you're on this, you know, you're sort of learning more about alternative health or holistic health. And you realize what I was sort of involved in in that environment doesn't really support me. The environment of that drinking, that drinking environment didn't really support me. So you go on this attempt to be sober. So maybe you're sober now for a few months, maybe six months, and you're feeling really, really good. But then you're like, one weekend comes up where you've got a few of the old friends back together. And you end up going, oh, why not? I'll just have a, you know, I'll have a drink with them. I've done pretty good six months. And boom, that that little egoic person down the bottom of the old canyon is going, just come and save me. Give me a drink. I need a drink. <laughs> and so you give him a drink or her a drink. And all of a sudden, you, two days later, you finish and you're absolutely destroyed for a week. Now that feeling that you have after the bender after having six months off is exactly what's going to give you contrast it could be the same with a relationship you could have just you know maybe not gone out and gone on maybe you've taken a break from you know dating sites or from having multiple one night stands whatever it is and you go and i'm not going to keep doing that i'm not going to keep you know I'm going to create boundaries and I'm going to start looking for people that I really want to be with, not people that are just supporting me temporarily. And then all of a sudden you have, you know, boom, you get in another little fling of someone who has the same pattern and that may give you your contrast in that area, whatever area it is. But this alcoholic area is, is very interesting because you've gone from, it's, it's a very easy one to understand. You've gone from being super, super healthy, feeling really, really good to just being foggy and hung over for a couple of days and your emotions are back in chair, back out of whack and the whole week's been terrible at work. There's the contrast. Boom. So what the contrast does is it looks at where you were to where you are now. 
you were very healthy, you were sober, you were feeling good, and now you're like, oh, shit. So this then, this contrast now works towards creating an even greater desire to change because now you've got, well, okay, my morning routine slipped. Okay, I'm drinking. Now I'm like, I've just, I just threw in another example there, the morning routine. That's another one that's quite common. But we'll go back to the alcohol to not get too confusing here. Stay on track, Luca. Got too many things coming through my my head, and I'm just trying to process it the best way. So, the we think about the alcohol. Now you're sober, and now you've got this contrast. The desire to change goes. I don't like this. I've confirmed it. It's like a double confirmation. The first one was I want to change. You had your six months sober. Now this is your double confirmation. So the bender served a very good purpose by giving you that contrast and then extending it into the greater desire to change. Whatever slip up that you have, whether it's emotional slip up, relationship slip up, ritual slip up, you will see the difference through difference through contrast of what it was like, what it's like now, and what it was like then. And you'll be able to, using that contrast, develop a greater desire to change, and that's really, really powerful. It doesn't matter how um, how long it takes for you to get back on the wagon. If you slip up and you keep slipping up for a couple of months, it doesn't matter. It'll just still give you greater contrast, greater desire to change. And then eventually you'll go, okay, I'm done with this for real. Like this is not serving me. And then you're just going to have even more why, even more reason why. This is the biggest part of, of, um, of even just impactful service in this world is your reason why, your intention. I always say, great, there's that common saying too, and I don't always say it, but I always repeat this saying. Uh, I don't know who started this saying, but the greater the why, uh, the, the bigger the why, um, no, that's not the saying, sorry. <laughs> when the why is big enough, the how takes care of itself. You just want to like, if you've got a good enough reason to do it, you'll just get it done. It doesn't matter what it is. If you don't really, not you know, half ass, you don't really feel like doing it, then you're probably going, ah, oh, who cares? So I always say to people, whether I'm mentoring or whoever asks me questions or whatever um, in my group programs or whatever, they'll go, we're always talking about, I'm always talking about what's your why. You're like, I want to do this. Yeah, but why? Tell me why it's really important to you. And I'll tell you if you're going to be able to do it or not. So anyone on this healing process now, on this healing journey, wherever you are, this slip up is actually on the greatest, on the grand scale, is ex- is ex- um expanding your why but you've got to open your awareness to this so this episode is now going to start um, allowing you to see your slip-ups differently and trust that in time that it will actually get there i've had so many slip-ups even like my morning ritual i'll go to have like a crazy morning ritual and morning routine to help me like center myself and then i'll get off the bandwagon for a bit or i'll sleep in um, I'll, I'll get up at 5 a.m. for a good period of time and do my morning routine. Then I'll be like 6.30, 7s, 8s. And then you go, oh, I don't like that. And you come back, you slip up and you go, yep, yeah, I'm confirming that this is not good for me. So I go back and I go, okay, now why? Because I was out of whack. I wasn't in my center. I was in my head too much. I was too tired. I was foggy. Whatever it was, you have all these reasons why you don't like it and why you need to go back to doing that supportive habit or action. Okay, this is incredible, incredible, incredible. It gives you that contrast, gives you a greater desire to change, which keeps you, which inform, uh, expands your why. All right. And not only that, 
you also you also learn through this process. Now, I'm able to do this podcast with you right now because I've had many slip-ups on, on my healing journey. And so I'm speaking to this from experience and insight. So whatever your slip-ups are, your slip-ups are going to give you the same lessons, but they're also going to be for other people. So you might have children that go through this same process in a couple of years. You might have friends who are going through this process in a couple of years and that your insights and your wisdom right now from your adversity, from your uh, challenges, from these quote unquote slip ups are actually supporting more than just you. So that's just expanding your awareness another level onto this. So if I wasn't able to go through this process, I wouldn't be able to help you going through this process. And this is the... This is the great power of service. This is what we're able to do. We're able to serve and help through our expertise, our wisdom, our insight, our education, whatever it is. But adversity is one of our greatest teachers, and these slip-ups feel very challenging and are very much an adversity at the time. Uh, one of the big things to finish this on is just don't judge it. There's no point. And I'm going to do a lot more stuff on acceptance because I think that's a really important process. Do not judge the slip up. Just embrace it. You know now there's going to be so many more. There's, there's, there's valuable lessons to each slip up, but it just comes back to you just accepting where you're at because you've already had the grand desire to change in the first place. So give yourself a pat on the back. Not too many people like doing this process because it's uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. Change is in the unknown. Healing is very much the unknown and very much uncomfortable. So give yourself a break. Celebrate where you're at now. Accept where you're at now. If you slip up, biggie. Get back on the horse when you're ready. But remember, you'll always take lessons out of it through contrast, through creating a grand desire to change, which will ex- expand and strengthen your why. They call it a healing journey for a reason. Okay, it is a journey. It's not perfect. It doesn't go like, oh my God, I'm creating a new habit and it goes and I do it all the way to the end. Not at all. You slip up and you go, oh, cool, okay. That's why they call it a journey because it wasn't perfect the whole time and it's, but it's worth it. It's very much worth it. Slip-ups are a very important piece of that journey. Hopefully this gives you guys a lot more clarity on your healing journey. Guys, if you want any support from me, um, reach out to me on DMs in Instagram. If you're looking at wanting any mentoring or any one-on-one support, I have a few spaces available now. And I only hold a certain amount of spaces um, at each period, each three-month period that I have. So uh, there's an application link below if that interests you to do any work with me. But it's there. It's available. If not, keep going. Don't judge it except where you're at, you're doing a great job. Much love, everyone.